Chapter 1 The Saturday morning traffic was behaving itself, so Hayden would make good time from Fairfield to San Rafael. He hoped this weekend would be the start of something big. Marin Design Engineering only wanted someone on short contract, but if he impressed them, the contract might go from short to long. It wasn't an unusual occurrence for him. He'd built up a solid reputation as a design engineering contractor over the last three years. He'd been twenty-five when he started contracting, which was a pretty bold move. But his reputation hadn't gotten him the high-paying gig at Marin Design Engineering. His old college roommate had. This gig would be a nice boost to his income, though it meant he'd be working two jobs. He was also on contract at Macpherson Water, and had been since the beginning of the year. He planned to work for Macpherson during the day, and Marin from home in the evening. It wouldn't be the first time he'd reap the rewards of working double duty. Hayden reached the limit of the signal from the radio station broadcasting out of Sacramento, and switched to a San Francisco station. He caught the tail end of a song before the station went to the news. The body of missing scientist Sundip Chowdhury was found late last night by a jogger on Muir Beach, the broadcaster said. At least they found him. Hayden shuddered at the thought of the condition of the guy's corpse. The story had made a stir in the Bay Area. Chowdhury had walked into the ocean three days ago in an apparent suicide attempt. He hadn't left a note, but his car had been found on Stinson Beach with the keys in the ignition and the engine running. Family and friends cited no problems in his professional and personal lives that would have warranted a suicide attempt. If it hadn't been for an anonymous eyewitness account of Chowdhury walking into the sea, foul play or an accident might have been suspected. Speculation centered on the possibility that the eyewitness had been involved in a fender bender with Chowdhury. Chowdhury's car exhibited fresh damage, and debris from a second vehicle was found on the beach. The Myron County Sheriff's Department urges the eyewitness to come forward, the broadcaster said. Yeah, right. No one would come forward if they feared a backlash. Hayden pictured Chowdhury's body on the beach he knew well. Drowning. There were less painful ways of killing yourself. Hayden wondered if that had been Chowdhury's aim. The eyewitness had told 911 that Chowdhury suggested he'd committed a terrible act and couldn't live with the guilt. The cops hadn't turned up anything to support the claim, or if they had, they weren't saying. The whole subject made Hayden queasy. His cell phone burst into song, providing the perfect reason to forget about Chowdhury's suicide. Where are you? Shane Fallon asked. I just got on Highway 37, so I'm about half an hour out. I'm so glad you're coming aboard. Me too. It's going to be great catching up, man. Although college roommates, they'd lost touch over recent years. Work had taken them in different directions. Now it was bringing them back together. This is going to be a great weekend. See you in thirty. In thirty, Hayden said, and hung up. Hayden found the upscale gated community where Shane lived easily enough. He'd known his friend had done well for himself, but didn't know he'd done this well. Shane lived in a modest house compared to the monster mansions surrounding his, but even so, this was high living, and it put Hayden's 1950s ranch-style home to shame. 
If Shane's firm treated him this well, they could definitely afford to pay Hayden two hundred bucks an hour for grunt work. He pulled into Shane's driveway. Hayden was removing his overnight bag from the passenger seat when Shane came out to greet him. Hayden put out his hand, and Shane gripped it before crushing him in a bear hug. Shane didn't have much in the way of brawn, but he was tall and possessed a lot of inherent strength. Damn, it's good to see you, Shane said. I can't believe we've let three years pass without getting together. Neither can I. Shane relieved Hayden of his bag and dropped it by the stairs in the hall. We don't have to be at the Giants game until this afternoon, so we've got a couple of hours. Do you want a coffee or something? Yeah, coffee would be good. Come on through into the kitchen, then. Hayden followed Shane into a custom kitchen clad in marble and stainless steel. Everything about the decor suggested its owner was upwardly mobile. Hayden took a seat.